together growing in faith, changing communities. The grace and peace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you always. My dear brothers and sisters, today I would like us to reflect on the Gospel of Matthew chapter 9, verse 1 to verse 8. <clears throat> and getting, at that time getting into a boat, he crossed over and came to his own city. And behold, they brought to him a paralytic lying on his bed. And when Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralytic, Take heart, my son, your sins are forgiven. And behold, some of the scribes said to themselves, This man is blaspheming. But Jesus, knowing their thoughts, said, Why do you think evil in your hearts? For which is easier to say, Your sins are forgiven, or to say, Rise and walk? But that you may know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins, he said to the paralytic, Rise, take up your bed, and go home. And he rose and went home. When the crowds saw it, they were afraid, and they glorified God. We had given such authority to people. I love this text. Getting into the boat, he crossed over. And he comes into the city, his own city. And they bring to him a paralytic. They probably know Jesus. Or they've heard about Jesus. We do not know who they are. But we know that they brought the paralytic. We don't know whether the paralytic had asked for it or they saw it necessary to bring him to Jesus. The author and Jesus said nothing about the paralytic's faith. But Jesus, upon seeing their faith, and that's deep for me. As parents, we worry about our children. We worry about our siblings. We worry about our families. We worry about the situation in our families, at work, in the country, in our communities, in our churches. We worry a lot. But upon seeing their faith, upon seeing their faith, Jesus said to the paralytic, Have courage. Your sins are forgiven. Do not be afraid. You are going to be okay. And so there are things here that speaks to me. The first one is the faith of those who bring us to Jesus. 
You know, people come to us and say, please pray for me. Would you please remember so and so in your prayers? The gift of intercession. There are some who are called into this special ministry as intercessors. That they intercede for others. That they pray for us to God. And I want to say this to you to remind you that God listens to your prayers. That your prayers are important to God. That God takes notice of your prayers. Sometimes when people ask us, would you please pray for me? Many of us really pray for those people. Well, let me ask it differently as well. How many of us, of us believe that they actually pray for us? You know, one of the most beautiful things that I saw in, in Pope Francis uh, when he says, pray for, for me. I looked into his eyes and I, I could see that he meant it. He was not just saying it. You could see in his eyes that he meant it. Please pray for me. And how many of us need that? Do we pray for our parents? Do we pray for our priests? Do we pray for our bosses at work? Do we pray for, for those in authority? Do we give thanks to God for the great men and great women who make it possible for us to be alive? Do we pray for each other? And I mean, really, do we pray for each other? That I thank my God each time I think of you. And when I pray for you, I pray with joy. That I offer you to God every day without fail. That every time I pray for myself, I pray for you also. That I pray for you more than I pray for myself. Do we pray for our priests? Do we pray for our parents? Sometimes we feel that, no, they're okay. They don't need our prayers. No, man, they're fine. Sometimes we do not know what people are going through. And so what I, what, what I tend to do now, somebody crosses my mind immediately, automatically, I just pray for that person. Because I say to myself, well, your guardian angel has just visited me. I don't know what's going on, but I want to pray for you wherever you are. And in, in most cases, it has proven that they needed that prayer. 
And so, upon seeing their faith, and Jesus says, do not be afraid. Now, those who were around were disturbed by this. They didn't like it. In their hearts, they complained. Then Jesus says, which one is better to say, do not be afraid, or to say, rise, take up your mat, and go home? I have authority to forgive sins, but I also have authority to heal. And so the man is both healed and forgiven. Your sins are forgiven. Does he go to God and say, I'm sorry for my sins? No. Does he show any remorse? No. Not that we know of. And some of us say, I will not forgive you because you have not asked for forgiveness. I will not accept you because you have not shown any remorse. Well, Jesus just forgave him. No sign of remorse. And he has not apologized. And so these moments of grace, for me, are what God calls us to become. He calls us to become that. To forgive as God forgives. To love as God loves. To show mercy. May the Virgin Mother of God continue to be with us, to protect, to bless, and to guide us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O oh my God, I offer up to you all my thoughts, words, and actions, joys and hopes, griefs and anxieties of this day. I ask you to grant me the grace to love and serve you and all those you send my way today. I ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen.